It's Coach Tim, Sputter Cave Studios, Torrance, California. And I'm calling uh, today to ask you to tell more stories. I was uh, delighted. I got an early morning call from a couple clients today, uh, both, I, I would say, with big wins. Um, one was to call me uh, to tell me that he's reading a book by uh, Peter Gruber, and it's called Tell to Win, and it's about storytelling, which is great because I got him into uh, using story. He's a prolific blogger. He's been blogging for years. Uh, I mostly do consulting work, work with him, and one of the things I pound home is to use story, and one of the things I like to tell, and he says, yeah, Peter said the same thing. I go, I go, hey, uh, it's wired into our DNA, so we might as well use it. The reason story works is because that literally is the way that we're wired. And so you might as well use what works, right? So he goes, God, that's what Gruber said. So I go, well, if you think about it, and I, I didn't, I've, you know, I've always thought of story as telling stories. I've practiced for years. When my kids are growing up, I would tell them stories. There's the story of uh, Treader, we called him. And he was the, the friendly monster underneath that lives underneath the house. And he lives down there and he protects the house, right? And uh, so I came up with this little mythologies. And our, our cats, as they were growing up, the cats had voices, right? And pretty soon, uh, even as, as young adults, uh, even my wife will once in a while reply back to the cat, who's really me, doing a very poor ventriloquism. So, what I uh, what I told uh, my client uh, this morning was I uh, a couple stories. One is my my buddy Adam. One day we're uh, we're at breakfast, and uh, this is a few years back. I was a little bit upset, uh, not a lot, but we're just talking about uh, policy, right? As a football coach and. Um, I was really stuck on this one example. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. And typical football coaches, right? We're, we're just married to our ways. And um, is that a piece of hair or something hanging down there? There we go. Um, we're married to our ways. And we, it, it's my way or the highway a lot of times. And so I wouldn't come off of something. And he was asking me uh, intellectually, why and would there be a better way? Now, Adam's a hypnotist, hypnotherapist uh, for a living. And I've learned a lot from him. And one of the things that he was saying, he was offering advice as he has a free, I've told him, hey, you're, you do whatever you want to do because uh, I know you have a uh, high intent for me. So I don't mind you. Although half the time I am tracking, I'm trying to see if I can pick what he's doing. And so he'll oftentimes throw distractions in front of me. But anyway, he had told a story uh, 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 to kind of infuse into, into mine and cause some, a little bit of belief change within uh, and probably a little bit of flexibility that was necessary for my, my uh, being effective, not just as a coach, but as a person. And so um Anyway, so then I he would say it and I would rebut it. Yeah, but da 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 da, da I tell the story. Defend a defense, right? 
And he goes, yeah, but, and he says, this, this can happen and that can happen, blah, blah, blah. And he uses hypnotic language to infuse it. And I say, yeah, but da, 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 da. And I did it like three times. And then finally, I think on the fourth one, he goes with some choice words. We're friends. God, Tim, would you stop uh, re-anchoring to your old story, which is means reassociate. Uh, think of Pavlov's dog. If you want to learn a little bit about anchoring, go to SoundCloud.com, and there's a um, an episode called Triggering, and uh, and uh, that, that was pretty pretty good. Um, episode on on how anchors work and they're extremely powerful um and i was like oh okay and then he re he repeats he says stop re-anchoring and i heard i was like oh god i am aren't i okay thanks he says he does the 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 infused story again and i'm right back to and i had to bite my lip i wanted to rebut him that's how wired we are to our story and the way i explained it to my my client is i said you know we've all heard of or know personally the the person the woman who unfortunately gets beat up uh by a boyfriend who leaves tragically uh and then heals and then goes back and rinse and repeat gets the same type of boyfriend and lives a life like that. And we, we, we all do that. Hopefully not for something so tragic, but we all are stuck into our stories, which is why stories work. Because if I can get you to buy into a story, then this is why hypnotists love, uh, love it because I could tell a story and use uh, artful ambiguities and you could attach the meaning. That's even more powerful. You're attaching the meaning of, of that story to your own person. And now it's your choice, right? When you make your own decision, now it's your choice. It's you who have made that decision, right? You can't say, oh, you, you, you told me to do this. No, you did, right? And that's what a good uh, story, hypnotic story could do. And all stories are pretty much hypnotic, right? Long time ago, in a land far, far away. I mean, how many stories start that way? Tons. Once upon a time, zonk, we're into a trance. So pay attention to that. Now, the way I I I uh I left it was I said uh stories are often just a a, a more palatable word, less academic say than than what they really are, which is a set of beliefs. And uh uh, we create these narratives that prove one thing or the other to make meaning. We as humans cannot leave the scene of anything without attaching meaning to it. We're, as they say, meaning makers. And so the biggest aha in my life uh, really has been, uh, it doesn't have to mean anything. <laughs> Being okay with that. Uh but we we want to put it to bed because I, I explain this also in my consultant. I, I tell my clients, never underestimate human beings' proclivity to not have to think. 
we want to solve this problem so we can get on to the next one, right? Instead of going backwards and thinking about it. I mean, the, uh, it happens all the time in the news. Uh, people are behaving uh, like they did three years ago still because they don't want to have to think about it. I'm not going to get into all the the nuttiness of it, but uh, you see people out in the markets and out in public squares behaving in a similar way as they did three years ago. I would say that is borderline dysfunctional and why we have a lot of uh, mental illness higher than uh, it's ever been in many, many uh, demographics, but I'll, I'll, I'll go from there, but that's the power of story story created that whether it's true or not, you can choose yourself, but um, people decided to make that story pulse through their thinking pulse through their bones through their veins so much so that they cannot do anything without um certain certain things so they they can stay consistent robert cialdini says uh one of he, he has uh six or seven is it six or seven uh uh tenets of of persuasion one of which is commitment and consistency Right. So if we do something in a small way, we're going to stay in we're going to stay consistent with that small thing. So I might uh, let's say I'm uh, uh, trying to raise money or, or sell uh, stamps right at the door. Knock, knock. Hey, would you give me a dollar? It goes to the to the kids for uh then you'll get stamps for it and it'll go to a good thing at the orphanage or whatever. And then they did a, a second follow-up like the, that day or maybe that night or whatever. Uh, the next day they said, Hey, we, you know, thank you again for the, the dollar uh, donation. And um, we really appreciate it. Would really appreciate it if you'd let us put a sign on the front of your yard and a good amount of people will do that because their identity, their identity is of somebody that has done this already, albeit in a smaller way, but the brain doesn't necessarily think in such uh, necessarily those extremities. So uh, that identity that was created by the salesman The identity is the narrative, the story that they're telling themselves. So uh, the way I finished it with John, my, my client, I said, uh, so I interviewed Robert Zantos, uh, another interview. Adam also is on the soundcloud.com, soundcloud.com slash Tim O'Keefe. Um, uh, the, the triggering episodes there the uh robert zentas as well as adam had an interview there uh, all of them are terrific interviews um and i highly suggest them and give a comment and all that kind of stuff um and it was be this was before i started doing i don't even think zoom was around at the time but anyway so uh and while i'm there would you please comment on this video if you're seeing it in video and would you actually smash as they say, the kids say the like button okay um and share it 
Robert Zentos had a miraculous comeback. He had a, a, I think it was a, hem, they call it a hemorrhaged stroke. And he was a computer engineer, I believe, a very smart guy and in, from Hungary. And he was disabled, could not do his job computer engineer and healed himself so much so that the doctors were like, wow, what happened? Healed himself mentally through tools he knew through hypnosis and, and healing modalities. So he's talking and he says, you know, Tim, do you, you think of the brain like a hard drive? And he says, you've seen the Matrix. And I go, oh, yeah, I love the Matrix. He goes, yeah. So you see those little green code things that guy's uh, coding on, right? You know, I go, yeah. And he goes, think of that like our hard drive. And we all have those, those codes going through our brain, right? And they're all stacked, right? Every, he said, every one of those symbols is a story. He goes, everyone is your story. And your story, your narrative that you tell yourself is your reality. And since then, I've, I've heard and read in many places that something like 80 to 90% of our thoughts every single day are the same thoughts we had yesterday. So unless you literally have a major life event that disrupts those same thoughts, you are like the gal who goes and gets the boyfriend or husband that beats her up mentally or, or physically or both. And the reason is, is because like I was in that talk with Adam, it was more comfortable to go back to my old story than to change. Even though in the case of the women or, or abuse, drug abusers or, or whatever, those that reality is more comfortable, even though the new one that's being introduced is way better, even more compelling, perhaps. But the comfort of not changing is wired in all of us and it's supported by the, the stories now understand this the story so let's just say story number one is supported so all these things are stories on the hard drive the story is supported by this story that supports that right this is if you've looked up uh, logical fallacies confirmation bias um uh cognitive dissonance it's things that make us stay persistent and consistent, even to our own detriment. Uh, so I, I, I finished off saying, you know, Tony Robbins, I remember reading years ago, and I think it's a pretty good uh, addition to the story metaphor in the brain is that... Um, 
our our beliefs because those stories are really just beliefs right i believe um this in story form so robbins talks about we're we're our beliefs are like on a platform right and it's like a a, a bar stool or a stool they have four legs and those four legs or more are what's supporting the main belief so his thing was, well, you know, if you kick out the legs, you might uh, collapse the belief. And that's, in so many words, uh, how change makers do that. Um, and so what I'd like to, to encourage you is to, is to learn how to tell stories. Tell stories more. I'm not saying I'm great. But if you've listened through this, I think you are better off personally and also better off professionally. Because I explained some things that like coming to the door and asking for small favors and then getting bigger ones causes a chain of events where you can get bigger and bigger favors or bigger deals or bigger negotiations or whatnot. Um, and when you understand this, it's done very effortlessly because you practice it and it's fun. It, it's just fun. So with that, I'm going to leave you. I appreciate you hanging out and um, we got to figure out again how to turn this thing off. Thanks, guys.